to the Godcast with Benjamin Shelby. It is my goal that through this episode, not only you can see that the Bible is accessible to you, applicable to your life, but also attainable to live through our Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope you enjoy this episode today as we are diving deep into the Word of God. And I pray that not only you're hearing this episode, but you also open up your heart so you can live by the truth and the Word of God, and your life can be changed the same way mine was. know that feeling where you did something and you know you shouldn't have and you feel the guilt and you you just have this unsettling feeling in your stomach well that really has nothing to do with what i'm talking about today i just ate some gas station chicken and i'm feeling that exact way right now so help me help me anyway oh wow my phone is going off my it's my mom again guys okay hang on a second It was just her telling me she loves me. I love you too, Mom. Okay? There. I said it. Anyway, back to the more important and actually the reason you guys came here to continue reading through the book of Psalm 119. And I'm thinking about maybe taking a break from Psalm 119 after this episode since I'm only doing one episode a week. So it kind of just feels like it's going to drag on forever, which it it will, but it's going to be very beneficial. But I might just take a break for a week or two to talk about some other important things and then we'll get right back into it because I will finish Psalm 119 because it is so important to fall in love with the Word of God. It's so important that if you don't understand the passages in Psalm 119, if you don't understand the love that you should have for the Bible, you'll never get it. You'll never understand and you'll never be able to take out things out of other places in the Scripture if you don't understand truths like these, that the Scriptures fulfill you. The Scriptures show you love and the Scriptures help you love God as well. So, we're going to be in Psalm 119 today, again, and we're going to begin in verse 33. But before that, really quick, I want to mention how I love talking to you guys, and I want this to be a interaction between us, and I don't want it just to be you guys tuning in uh, every Monday, which, thank you for that, by the way. But if you guys have any questions or something you'd like for me to touch on on the show, please feel free to DM me. I also have an email which I will put down in the description because if I say it out loud, I, I wouldn't remember. So I'll have to go look for it. But um, I do have an email, so feel free to email me. And I would be very, very happy to get back with you and hear your input on the show. And also, go ahead. Uh, another big thing that I absolutely love seeing is when people rate the show and not only give it however many stars but also say what they like or what they don't like on the show because then it brings in more of an audience and more people can be changed by the word of God. So please uh, feel free to do that. It would, it would mean the world to me. But let's get started in the scripture. I just love it when the Bible does a contrast and it says... Um, If you do this, then this will happen. And if you do that, that will happen. I just love to see the actual facts on if you follow God, you'll have a blessing. If you don't follow God, you'll have a cursing. Like God is very black and white. As I've grown in my Bible reading, I've been able to see that more. And today we got two things, two things that you have to do, but these are not contrasting one another. These are two things that you do together. When you follow God, you will automatically do these other things. These two things are like hand in hand. And we're going to see what those two things are. The first one is we have to take 
God's word. And we're going to read the first couple verses, or yeah, that we're going to read today. And verse 33, it says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it until the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. There's the whole heart thing again. It's not with my half heart. It's not that I'll do it when I have the off time or when I am not so tired because of the kiddos or, you know, I don't know, work, all of this other things. No, it says with my whole heart. And me and my family were reading through Malachi again. We just read through it twice in this past week. So (laughs) if you guys know how long I stuck in Malachi, but it's interesting that how much you can reread something over and over again and something new comes at you. If you are familiar with Malachi, which you've been listening to this, you should be. It's interesting because everything that the Levites did wrong, they did wrong because they didn't understand God's statutes. The very first verse talks about how, okay, God God says, I love you. And then they say, well, how do you love us? And because they don't know how God loves us, they don't understand God's love, then they don't care to give God everything. They think that God isn't fair to them. And because they, they're not giving God everything, then they start dealing treacherously with their wives. And because they're dealing treacherously with their wives, God is a swift witness. And it's all just downhill after that when they don't understand God's love, when they don't understand God's word. They were not they were not in the scriptures the way that they should have been. So they did not understand God's love. You have to take God's word and understand his love for you because when you understand God's love, when you understand how much he loves you and how much he wants to get your you to get your life right, but you can't do it without him. So he loves you enough not to only say to get your life right, but to help you get your life right. When you understand how deeply God loves you, then everything kind of falls into place. How If somebody loves you that much, if somebody loves you that much to be a friend, a comforter, someone who just who's there for you at all times. If somebody loves you that much, if you know somebody who loves you that much, how would you not love them back? It's impossible. God loves you more than you could ever know. And when you start to understand, you'll never fully understand the love that God has for you, but when you start to understand how how God does love you and how he shows that to you every single day, then you will have no choice but to fall in love with God. How do you know it though? How do you understand that? By his word. The, the Levites, they fell because they did not they did not take heed to the covenant of their fathers. Guys, the Bible is the covenant of our fathers. The Bible shows us what, what God wants, his statutes from the beginning. It's all the same. And if we're not taking heed to this, if we're not trying to understand like the psalmist is, if we're not trying to understand how much God loves us, to understand how much he wants to use us and how much he loves you specifically, then we'll never love him back. And if we never love him back, then we'll never be able to tell other people how much he loves them. And if we never tell other people, first off, your children won't know. And if there's one thing I know is that my mom cares a lot about what us kids know because we are her kids. She wants us to understand that somebody loves you. But if you're not, if you don't understand how much God loves you, then your kids won't understand how much God loves them. And then they also won't, they won't prosper in their life. Just like maybe you're not prospering right now. It all comes down to understanding the Bible and with your whole heart trying to figure it out. Because if you try, if you don't understand it, if you're not caring to understand it, then it's a spiral effect going down and you're digging yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. Guys, if you want to get out of the hole you're in, you got to put down the shovel and understand that what you're doing is destroying your life. 
It's hard to get out of a hole when you keep digging. You got to stop. Hear what God is talking to you in your heart right now. Hear it. Because God's love can change your life. God's love can get you out of the hole you're in. So stop digging it deeper. Let's keep reading in verse 36. Incline. Oh no, I'm sorry. Verse 35. Make me go in the path of thy commandments. For therein do I delight. Incline my heart to thy testimonies. Now that, that whole part that I just read was what you should do. And this next part is also what you should do. I told you these go hand in hand. But there's something to say about taking God's word, understanding God's word. And then alongside that, it says, if we continue in verse 36, and not to covetousness. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. God, help me understand, incline my heart to want to know you and help me forget about the sinful stuff, like the stuff that I want but I can't have. Covetousness, I think, goes a lot with lust. Lust is more than like a sensual lust. I think lust is anything you want but you can't have. And you just yearn for that thing. Again, it can be anything. It could be a house. It could be it could be food. Stuff that you really, really want, but God says, no, that's not for you. Maybe just not yet, but it's not for you right now, so you got to just keep walking in the way. That's what lust is. And covetousness is the same thing. You want what your neighbor has. You see that, oh, man, they got a nice car, and I'm, I'm driving an, a piece of garbage. <laughs> you see that, and you're like, wait a second. I want that. And God says, no, back up. That's not what I gave you. Quit, quit wanting what I haven't given you. So the psalmist says, hey, God, help me understand your law. Help me, um, help me incline my heart unto your testimonies and help me turn away this stuff. Help me take you and turn away the stuff that, that, I, that doesn't matter. The things that I don't need, the things that are not going to help me in my life. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. Turn away my eyes from beholding vanity. This verse, I was listening to somebody talk about it, probably was just a couple weeks ago now, and this verse was completely convicting because anybody that knows me knows that I love watching TV shows. I mean, if I'm, if I have nothing left to do in the day, you know, even if I've already done my devotions for the day, like I try to do my devotions before I watch TV, but even then, it, when you're beholding all this vanity, these things that don't matter, you kind of, your, your mind starts kind of just being tainted. Not really, I wasn't even watching anything bad. It was just, that's all I could think about. Like I was kind of overrun by pure awesomeness because that show was pretty great. I'm not going to say what show it was, but it was, it was a good show and I loved it. But my eyes were beholding vanity, things that don't matter. Now I'm not saying that watching stuff or like listening to things that aren't always necessarily Christian is bad. Because I still, like, I have an episode of something that I want to watch right now. And I probably will after I'm done with this. Like, I love entertainment. But when my eyes behold only entertainment, world entertainment, because the Bible is my peak entertainment. I love learning about how God loves me. But when I just kind of let my life be overrun by this, by this garbage that doesn't need to be there, then I kind of, I can feel that there's something not right between me and God. 
I can feel that I'm putting a little bit too much time into vanity. And this this psalmist says, hey, help me turn away from covetousness and turn away my eyes from holding vanity, from beholding vanity. And quicken me, awaken me in thy way. Establish thy word unto thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Who is devoted to thy fear. Are you devoted to fearing God? Are you devoted? Is it your life purpose to understand that God is the great I am and we are nothing? I would dare say no. A lot of us, we're not. We're not devoted. We're not really devoted to anything, but we're definitely not devoted to God's word. And maybe you are. Maybe maybe you actually are doing what's right. That's great, okay? That's amazing. But that means that you understood that you were nothing and that God is everything. So that's not a pride on you. That's not a pride on me if we're doing what God says because we, we got to this point. So if you're at this point and you're like, no, I haven't been devoted. Listen, everybody who is devoted is was at your place. Everybody who was who is right now completely sold out for God had to realize that they were nothing and God was everything. So if you're at that place right now, I say this a lot, but it's true. If you're at that place right now, that's not a shame, but it would be a shame if you got up and walked away and didn't do something about it. It's not a shame if you just came to that realization, but now that you know, you're no longer ignorant. You can't hide behind the curtain of ignorance anymore. You know that you should be devoted. You know you should love the you should love God's word. You know all of this now. You're not ignorant to it. What more could God do for you? If you know the word, then you have a greater condemnation if you don't do it. You know, the first time that I did something wrong, I probably would get a spanking for it. Oh, but the second time I did that same wrong thing, it was twice as worse. Now that, you're, now that you know that you need to be awakened to God's word, that you need to be devoted to his fear, now that you know that you should cleave unto God and turn away all this vanity, all this lust, all this covetousness, now that you know all that stuff, you have no excuse. I have no excuse. And God understands that we didn't know it at first, but now that you know it, now that you've heard it from God's word, are you going to do something about it? Are you going to change your ways? And you can only do it by God. And God knows that. That's why he has his hand still outstretched and he's ready to take you in. God's not far off. He's only a prayer away, guys. That's, let's keep reading the last verse that I'm going to read today. Verse 39, turn away my reproach, which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts, quicken me in thy righteousness. So verse 39 is very interesting because in the first couple of verses, it talks about how we need to cleave unto the word of God. In the, in the last couple of verses, it talks about how we need to turn away the things that aren't of God. And in this last part of the little section... It says, turn away my reproach, which I fear. God will turn away your reproach. If you're doing the stuff, he, he will guide you through this crazy thing called life. And he will turn away those reproach, that reproach. He will turn away those who are trying to make you hurt. God's on your side. He wants you to be, he wants you to prosper. But if you're not doing these things, if you don't realize that you need to cleave unto God and turn away sin, then he can't do it. God has no sin and he can't be around sin. So are you ready to get your life back right with him? 
Again, you can't hide behind ignorance anymore. You know. And you're of a greater condemnation if you leave this podcast and you don't do anything about your life. That's not my words, guys. Those are God's words. What more could he do for you? Not only did he die on the cross, not only did he did he shed his blood for you to show you how much he loves you, but he's given, he wants to give you a comforter to show you how to live this life. But if you are turning away the love of God, what, can, what more could he do for you? What more could he do? It's time to get our life back right with God. And as we end off yet another episode, I want to remind you of John 3.16. For God so loved the world, that's you, that's me, you can put your name in there, that he gave his only begotten son. Don't forget that you are loved by God. Don't let anybody tell you that you are not worth it. Because you were worth enough that Jesus Christ bled and died on the cross for you. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram and DM me with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have on this episode, and I will gladly get back to you as soon as possible. So until next time, God bless. Thank you.